Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Slendy, hey, go. Slendy, hey. Hit it up the park. Hit it with a strike. Hit it with a strike. From the national anthem, anthem. to the bottom of the night. I'm in Slendy, Ego. Slendy, Ego. Slendy, Ego. Slendy, Ayy. You already know what's up. What's that? Another home run. But you know the job ain't done. Till we hold that trophy up. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 519, Talking Forever's podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here. It is November 21st, 2023. The day has come that we were all waiting for. The Padres have found their next manager. Mike Schilt is the guy. Maybe we thought it was going to be Phil Nevin. Benji Gill got some run. Carlos Mendoza was in it briefly, then went to the New York Mets. Ryan Flaherty was in it early. He was viewed as one of the favorites alongside Mike Schilt. But Mike Schilt ends up being the guy. Here live on YouTube, give your thoughts in the comments. If you want to join the show, you can click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. Mike Schilt, manager, do you like the move or not? Podcast audience, I appreciate you tuning in as well. Mike Schilt, 252 and 199. As the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, three plus seasons there, three full seasons. And in every single one of those full seasons that Mike Schilt was the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, what happened? The Cardinals made the postseason. Never won the World Series, never got to the World Series, but Bob Melvin never got to the World Series either. Craig Councils looked at like as the best manager of all time, getting $8 million a year to manage the Cubs. He never has gotten to the World Series. So, you know, Schilt, he's had some success. 90 and 72 in 2021. That was the year that ended up being his last season 
as the manager. 58 and 30 in that short 2020 season, 91 and 71 in 2019. I mean, I'll take that, right? If it gets the Padres into the postseason consistently, I will take that. I wonder what would have happened if Schilt would have been the manager last year. I don't know if they would have made the postseason or if they wouldn't have made the postseason. I don't know. Is this a step up compared to Bob Melvin? I guess we don't know the answer to that question as well. But was this the right hire considering the circumstances, considering the candidates? Yes, it was the right hire. Uh, Ryan Flaherty, no, never managed before. And this was the this was the safest hire, I think, as well. Sometimes the safest hire ends up being the right decision, ends up being the right hire. So Flaherty, no managing experience. Was he ready yet? It seemed like Preller thought he was eventually going to be ready. He denied him the bench coach interview with the New York Mets a couple years back, right? So no with Flaherty. Maybe he'll be there one day. Mike Schilt, by the way, it's a two-year contract. I don't really understand why it's a two-year contract, not three. I say that because A.J. Preller, his contract is for the next three years, 24, 25, and 26. So I thought that they were just going to line this contract up with A.J. Preller and connect Schilt and Preller together. If it works, okay. If it doesn't, you're both gone, and you can just clean house. They could still clean house anyway. They could still fire Preller and Schilt after, like, this season if they don't make the postseason. And you'll just have to pay those guys' contracts off. I guess it's not that big of a deal. But usually you see a manager get a three-year deal. I think Ron Washington may have gotten two years as well. But he is, you know, up there um, in age, veteran, older manager. So who knows what that situation was there. Maybe Mike Schilt requested a two-year deal and didn't want that third year. Maybe it's a two-year deal with an option. We don't know. Don't know as of now when the press conference is going to happen. But yeah, just breaking down these other candidates here. There was Flaherty, obviously discussed that. There was Benji Gill. That would have come with a risk. No managing experience in the big leagues. Yes, he had managing experience, but there were still going to be questions there. Phil Nevin had never managed with the Padres, obviously. He never had coached with the Padres. Hadn't been in this organization with A.J. Preller. Obviously played with the Padres, but with the Angels, he was there. He was not. He didn't have that relationship with A.J. Preller. And in his managing days with the Los Angeles Angels, what happened? They didn't make the postseason. I don't think that he got a fair shot with the Angels. But bottom line, he didn't win with the Angels. So, you know, there's a ding on his resume, his case to be the Padres manager. With Schilt, this is not another Jace Tingler. This is not Bob Melvin either. Either You know, Bob Melvin experienced, okay, he had success with the A's, as much success that he probably could have had with the A's considering their circumstances. But he did not know A.J. Preller. First time that he talked with A.J., I believe, was when they interviewed when Bo Mel came and interviewed with the Padres, had those conversations. That was the first time he had talked with AJ. Here, Schilt already has the relationship with Bob, or with uh, not Bob Melvin, excuse me, with AJ Preller. He has the relationship with some people, I would imagine, in the front office. He knows the players. Seems like he has a good relationship for, with Fernando Tatis Jr. He was the third base coach for a little bit, while Matt Williams couldn't be the third base coach this past season. So he's been in the dugout. He's been in that clubhouse, has relationships in the organization. Now, did he have a huge say in the organization because Bob Melvin was the guy? Probably not. So maybe now he can fully speak his voice and 
even maybe he spoke his voice under Bob Melvin, but those changes weren't made because Bob Melvin, you know, overruled him or whatever, right? Here, Schilt can be the manager now. He can be the guy. If he wants something to change, it can change because he's the manager. And right now, it seems like, reportedly, Schilt and Preller, they share that same vision. And that what that's what was really important for me. Whoever was going to be the manager, it could have been Ryan Flaherty. There would have been a ton of question marks, but it could have been him. As long as they shared that same vision, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I'm, I'm going to give Mike Schilt a shot. I'm seeing on some some people on social media, uh, you know, this wasn't the right hire, just not the right move. They wanted Benji Gill. Well, just, just like Benji Gill, I'm going to give Mike Schilt a shot. And I think that's the only fair thing to do, especially when the guy had some success. He made it to the postseason consistently when he was with the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, what are some red flags? I don't want to make it seem like everything's perfect here. There are question marks like, why was Mike Schilt let go by the Cardinals? Okay, philosophical differences between him and John Moselock. What were those differences? And could that happen here with A.J. Preller? A.J. Preller's history, Bob Melvin, couldn't deal with him. Tingler, obviously that relationship, it doesn't even seem like they communicate anymore. Andy Green, obviously, no longer. Like, it hasn't worked. Bud Black ended up get, getting fired, right? And Pat Murphy was interim. Rod Barajas was interim. Dave Roberts for a game interim. Like, these relationships just haven't ended up working out. Maybe it was good at the beginning, but then at the end, it wasn't a happy ending, you know? So this may end up being a an unhappy ending as well, but I'm going to give it a shot. I think this was the right move considering who was up for the managing job. Now, another candidate that I did not mention, Adrian Gonzalez. Yes, Adrian Gonzalez. We knew about Ryan Flaherty. We knew about Phil Nevin. We knew about Carlos Mendoza before he went to the New York Mets. We knew about Benji Gill. But Adrian Gonzalez was interviewed by the Padres for this managing position. According to Kevin Acey, he says here, the Padres have hired their next manager, a man with managerial experience and experience working for A.J. Preller. Mike Schilt is the choice to replace Bob Melvin and become the franchise's 18th full-time manager. The Padres also interviewed Ryan Flaherty, a coach with them since 2020, former Angels infield coach Benji Gill, former Angels manager and Padres slugger Phil Nevin, former Padres first baseman Adrian Gonzalez, and former Yankees coach Carlos Mendoza, who earlier this month was hired as Mets manager. There is no other note about Adrian Gonzalez. It's just dropped in there by Kevin. That, yeah, the Padres, they talked with Adrian Gonzalez. Imagine if Agon would have been the next manager of this team. Talk about something out of left field. We didn't hear about Bob Melvin before Bomel was hired. Who the fudge is Jace Tingler? Like, we didn't know much about him. Andy Green, some baseball coaching experience, major league. I think he was maybe the third base coach or something with the Arizona Diamondbacks. There's been some weird hirings by A.J. Preller, no doubt. But Adrian Gonzalez... Talk about question marks, a guy that associates himself more with the Dodgers than with the Padres. I think he does TV work with the Dodgers. He has no managing experience in the big leagues, no coaching experience in the big leagues, at least to my knowledge. Like that would have been a, uh, a very, very questionable decision by A.J. Preller. I don't know how many fans would have 
like that move, to be honest. Maybe would they would have been like, well, Aegon, he knows what he's talking about. Great hitter, former Padre. I loved Aegon when he played for the Padres. Maybe some fans would have thought that. But a lot of fans, I think, would have been, no, this guy thinks, you know, he views himself as a Dodger, no coaching experience. What are the Padres doing? I think that would have been mostly the opinion from Padres fans. Now, hitting coach, that's something I am intrigued by. Now, I know I just said, like, he associates himself more with the Dodgers and the Padres, but if he is hired by the Padres, let's say hitting coach, right? And they can have Benji Gill be the third base coach, maybe. Like, what what would this coaching staff look like? What could it look like, you know? Niebla pitching coach, Gill third base coach, maybe. I don't know if he has experience doing that. They could go Phil Nevin, but I know he's getting interest with the New York Mets. So they could go Nevin third base coach or Gill third base coach. Let's say it's Gill if they want Flaherty to get a promotion so no other team takes him. I mean, no other team is taking him, but maybe they do that and he's bench coach or associate manager, whatever. Aegon hitting coach if he's interested. David Masias stays as the first base coach. Ben Fritz stays bullpen coach. There's obviously other coaches as well, but those are like the main coaches that we would think about here. Maybe. I'd be okay with Adrian Gonzalez being the hitting coach. I know Mark McGuire, like how did that work out? Just because you were a good hitter doesn't mean that you can be a good hitting coach. Barry Bonds with the Miami Marlins. How the heck did that work out? Right? Um, There's been situations, examples where a great player didn't turn into like a great coach. So maybe it ends up not working out. But, I mean, there's a bunch of hitting coaches that haven't worked out. And how is a hitting coach judged? By the results, right? Would the players respect Adrian Gonzalez? I I think they would. A guy that is on the ballot for the Hall of Fame, I think they listen to him. Now, fans might have a different opinion. Like, no, I don't want Adrian Gonzalez associated with this franchise. Some might think that. But I would... I would be willing to to take a chance. I mean, Preller talked to Adrian Gonzalez for the managing job. How did that come about? Did Agon express interest to the Padres and the Padres felt like, okay, we probably have to interview Agon, might as well talk to him? Or did Preller reach out to Adrian Gonzalez? We know AJ has all of these out-of-the-box ideas. That's out-of-the-box. Agon is manager. That's out-of-the-box. So, yeah, I, I don't think we can rule out Adrian Gonzalez being a coach on this staff. If, if the Padres are talking, they talk to him about manager. Now, maybe this was like a, a five-minute conversation, and it was just a check-in. Hey, would you be interested? Or Agon wanted it, and so Preller gave him a quick conversation and then immediately discarded him and said, yeah, no, it's not going to happen, but I appreciate the interest. Maybe that's what it was, and AC's just reporting, yeah, Padres talked with Adrian Gonzalez. But that was a very interesting just note that was dropped in there from Kevin AC. Mike Schilt, Cardinals connections, obviously. I, I see Yadier Molina maybe floated out there on social media, maybe as a coach. Of course, I'd love to have Yadi as a coach. Now, that doesn't guarantee that it would work, but... I think he was manager for Team Puerto Rico in the WBC. Could be wrong on that this past World Baseball Classic. So there's some coaching experience there. He's obviously a really smart dude. 
a lot of years behind the plate with the Cardinals, one of the best catchers of all time, relationship with Mike Schultz. Hopefully that, you know, that relationship is good, but maybe Yachty only wants to work for the Cardinals if that's, you know, what he wants to do. If he's interested in coaching, maybe it's only with the Cardinals. Or he'd be willing to to help Luis Camposano, a young catcher, and help out his former manager. That would be interesting. Talk about an interesting coaching staff. Agon is like hitting coach. Yachty as a coach as well. He could be catching coach, give him what a bench coach, whatever the heck job he wants. That would be interesting. I don't think that's going to happen, but it's something that I've seen floated out there. Just just making the the connections. There's I'm I'm looking at some other former coaching staffs Mike Schilt had with the Cardinals, and there's guys that were there under Schilt, but now they're already in another organization. So, or they're still with the Cardinals. I don't know if they would jump Cardinals that ship and go to the Padres. So I feel like it's going to, well, we know Niebla pitching coach. Flaherty probably remaining in the organization because Preller loves him. Maybe Fritz stays. Schilt has a relationship with these other coaches as well. So we'll see how many end up staying, how many don't. Maybe these coaches end up taking another position in the Padres organization. Who knows how big this coaching staff gets. We'll see. Maybe it decreases because there's like five assistant hitting coaches, I think, that were there with the Padres. It felt like there was a lot. And we know the players have personal hitting guys that they go to in the offseason as well. So who knows if convos are happening between the personal hitting coaches and the players, you know, at hotels, on road trips during the season. Uh, Fernando Tatis Sr., we know he has influence on someone like Fernando Tatis Jr., probably Jerks and Profar. So we'll see. I don't know if Tati Sr. has any interest. I don't know if the Padres would be interested in having Tati Sr. be a coach. Uh, I'm just throwing out names. Preller's outside the box. I was not expecting Adrian Gonzalez to be talked about today for manager. So here we are, though. But just throwing that stuff out there. Um, Let's see what some people in the chat think. Do you like this move or not? If you want to join the show, you can click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat to... Give your thoughts. Again, Mike Schilt, 252 and 199 as manager of the Cardinals. Three straight postseason appearances in his three full seasons with the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, there's question marks. Why was there the breakup with the Cardinals? Why did no other team talk to you to be their manager since you were let go by the Cardinals? Maybe those are red flags. But I think this was the safest move for the Padres. And I don't know if I'm going to blame the Padres failures in 2024, let's say if they make, if they miss the postseason or they don't have as successful as a season as we want them to, I don't know if I'll blame it on Mike Schilt. Now I thought I, I said that probably about Bob Melvin, like it's going to be on the players. It's going to be on AJ Preller, not on Bob Melvin, but then I blame Bob Melvin a little bit as well. I think it'll be similar where if it's a failure, I will blame Mike Schilt a little bit because he's the manager of the team. But assuming no like big athletic article comes out about Schilt and Preller hating each other and it's a civil war, I'm going to blame the players and I'm going to blame A.J. Preller for the most part over Mike Schilt on a Padres failure, if they do fail. Two-year contract for Mike Schilt, not three years. That was interesting to me. A two-year deal, you know, they can give him less guaranteed money than a three-year deal, so maybe that's why. 
Maybe Schilt asked for it. Who knows? Hopefully that question is asked to Mike Schilt, to the Padres during this press conference. Don't know if it's going to be today. Don't know if it's going to be tomorrow. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. So I imagine it will be tomorrow or today. I believe Schilt is flying from his home in North Carolina to San Diego right now. So maybe the press conference ends up happening later today. But it's going to be an interesting press conference for sure. No doubt about that. Because it's not just Schilt and Preller talking. It's probably going to be Eric Kutsenda talking for the first time publicly. As the new chairman of the Padres, the new interim control person. And then Eric Grubner is probably going to talk. And obviously a lot happened there. The, the passing of Peter Seidler. So it's not just questions about Mike Schilt and the manager and their relationship between him and Preller. How is this going to work? Have Schilt... Has he reached out to players on the team? What do players think about Mike Schilt? All that. But there's other questions, bigger picture questions as well, about guys more at the top, even higher than Preller in this organization. All right. Mike says here in the chat, managed the Cardinals, not just 2020, he managed the Cardinals in 2018, part of it, because Mike Matheny got canned. They didn't make the playoffs that year, but Matheny got fired. They were 47 and 46, I think, when Matheny got fired. And then Schilt ended up going 41 and 28. So I think you got to give him credit there for taking over and then them playing much better under Mike Schilt. They win their division in 2019. They go to the NLCS. They get swept by the Nats, but we know the Nats were a great team then. 2020, they make it to the postseason, lose to the Padres. 2021, they make it to the postseason. They lose in the wild card uh, game. I was about to say wildcard series, but that had not been implemented at that point. 2022 lost, or that was Ali Marmol, my bad. But yeah, uh, 2021, 2020, 2019, all made the postseason in those years. And then 41 and 28 after Matheny got fired in his first, technically first season as manager there with the Cardinals. Kirsten says, Adrian Gonzalez hitting coach, Benji Gill bench coach will be nice. It would be interesting. But again, Aegon, it's not a guarantee that would work. I'm just saying, like, I think he'd get respect from guys. Ryan Flaherty, he's a hitting coach. He's an offensive coordinator. Aegon had a much better offensive career than he did. So we'll see. I don't know if that's going to happen. I wouldn't, you know, say, like, yeah, Aegon's definitely going to be a coach. But if they're talking with him for manager, maybe he would be interested in being a coach. It would be an interesting coaching staff for sure. JT Snod says, curious why he was passed up after he left the cards. I am as well. Maybe that question's going to be asked by someone. Johnny says, he's a much better choice than Phil Nevin. I mean, track record-wise, experience-wise, yes, but we don't know that. Because Phil Nevin, like, we won't know that because Phil Nevin isn't getting this managing opportunity with the Padres, right? But um, Phil, I think that, yeah, he didn't have success with the Angels, but they were in a postseason spot when Trout and Otani went down last year. I think we got to put that in there. He had to take over for Joe Madden. He didn't have as talented of a team as, like, Bruce Bochy had with the Texas Rangers, as Bob Melvin had here with the Padres. So I think you got to give that, too. It's kind of like David Ross. I wonder... David Ross was not mentioned by Kevin Acey. I wonder if the Padres had a conversation with David Ross 
at all about being the manager of the team. You know, if they're willing to talk with Agon, you think they'd talk with David Ross. Uh, Johnny says, well, that's scary. A nightmare sharing AJ Preller's vision. Yeah. Well, I want them on the same page at least. Greg says, seems like a no, a no nonsense type of coach. We'll see. Yeah, I get that. I get that as well. And Bob Melvin, I thought that was kind of who Bob Melvin was going to be, but it seems like he let some things slide. And hopefully Mike Schilt wouldn't be that guy. If he sees things going in the wrong direction, he seeing, sees things going south, take it back, turn that thing around, and go north. Hopefully he can do that. Johnny says great players do not necessarily make great managers. Yep, I agree with that. Adam says Adrian should come on as hitting coach. I wouldn't mind it. You know, try it. All of these hitting coaches that they have, you know, they 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 cycle, they keep cycling through hitting coaches. You know, none of these guys are working consistently in terms of, oh, yeah, okay, offense, great. Postseason appearance, year in, year out. Might as well try it. You can keep Flaherty in the organization. They had like three or four hitting coaches this past season. So it's not like Adrian is the one and then Flaherty has to leave. You can keep a bunch. Don't the Giants? The Giants had like 20 coaches, right? So, yeah, might as well try it. Uh, Adam says, it's stupid to have every player that played one inning for the Dodgers be automatically exempt from being a part of the Padres in some way. Well, I mean, he played, what, seven years for the Dodgers? That's a little bit different. I'm, I'm fine. Like I want the Padres to win. So if he's the right coach, okay. I don't think that he should be, you know, retire, his number be retired by the Padres or any, well, Tatis is obviously wearing it, but I don't, I don't think like that. I don't know if he's going to get into the Padres Hall of Fame. I think he was a good player with the Padres, obviously, good hitter. Um, there were some comments I didn't like that he made. And I hate the Dodgers. So you play that long for the Dodgers. I'm not going to, you're not, you're probably not going to be my favorite player of all time. Johnny says, Schultz will pick his coaches and they won't be Nevin, Gonzalez, or Gill. We don't know that, though. Maybe Preller, why did it take so long? Schultz was the favorite going in and now they hire him. It was almost a month. Why did it take so long? Maybe they were talking with Schultz about coaching staff. They were talking about other guys. Okay, if we're going to go with Schultz, would you be willing to go on this coaching staff under Mike Schultz? Would Mike Schultz like these guys on his coaching staff? Maybe Schilt and those guys had private conversations with each other, not including A.J. Preller, to see how they like each other, if they can make this work. So we don't know that. Alex says, I want Tati Sr. to be some kind of hitting coach, but I don't think that would happen. Yeah, and that would, wouldn't that be kind of weird? You know, a player's dad being a coach on the staff? Yeah, it would be kind of weird. You know, Tatis Sr., former big league player. So if you're just going to take Tatis Jr. out of it, I know we can't, but if you're just going to take Tatis out of it and you're just looking at Tatis Sr. as a coach, he's had a positive influence, right? Didn't he have a positive influence on Ronald Acuna Jr.? On Tatis, obviously. Profar, I think. So probably some other guys that we don't know about. So if you take the relationship between the two out, and you just look at him as maybe a coach, 
maybe they consider it, but you can't take that just out. So I don't see it happening. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, players can go to Tati Senior, senior in the offseason. They can have conversations with him during the season if they want. But full co- maybe Tati, I don't know if Tati Senior would want to do that as well. To be a coach for his son's team day in, day out at the big league level. I don't know if he would want to do that and put that on Junior. I feel like there would be pressure on Junior as well, and maybe that would become a storyline during the season. Yeah, Aegon was a Dodger for a while, just like he was a Padre for a while. Well, yes, obviously, Alex, if Adrian joined the Padre staff, he wouldn't be doing Dodgers postgame stuff, obviously. Um, All right, I'm going to keep going through the chat here. Quick break. Check out Gaglione Bros' famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website, gaglionebros.com, for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well. Philip says, anybody that knows about baseball would say this is a good hire. I think it is. I think it's the safe hire. I'm fine with it. Devin says, I wouldn't mind Nevin being the bench coach. I would not mind that either. I just wonder... What would it take for Benji Gill to be a part of this Padres coaching staff? What position does he need? What position does Nevin need if he wants to be on it? Because he's under consideration for the Mets bench coach job as well. So, I mean, doesn't he live in Poway? So I think he would take the Padres job over the Mets, but he does have a relationship with Carlos Mendoza, who is the Mets manager, because they were coaches together under Aaron Boone with the New York Yankees. So we'll see what happens there. I would not mind Nevin as a bench coach either. 
Manuel says, Gil was a nice coach in this staff, or will be a nice coach in this staff. Also not a bad idea of Tati Sr. as a hitting coach, plus he has experience managing. I believe he's a manager or was in the DR. Yes, I believe he is or was. He was there, yes. Um, but, but, yeah, Tati Sr. as a hitting coach, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we could just throw that out there. It's not happening. Throw it out. Aegon, there's a higher probability of that happening than Tati Sr. With the relationship with Tatis, and I don't know how well that would go over with some people in the organization. Kirsten says we need homegrown coaches. Do we, though? I mean, I want the best coaches. Does it really need to be homegrown? I mean, didn't they try that with, like, Rod Barajas coming up for a little bit? I'm not saying Brahas sucked, but I'm just saying, like, haven't they tried that a little bit? I don't really buy into the homegrown coaches thing. Adam says, I'm like 99% sure they knew they were going with Schultz uh, weeks ago. Then Peter's passing put everything on hold for good reason. Yeah, probably. But, you know, Preller, he does think outside the box, like I was saying earlier. So, he might have been thinking, he might have just thought of Adrian Gonzalez or someone thought of that and he was like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to him. Why, why not? I think that I'm going to hire Schultz, but why not go talk to him? It doesn't hurt. Or maybe he went to the Padres and talked. Like, it doesn't hurt to have the conversation. Doesn't have It doesn't hurt to have the conversation with anyone. That's why I was like earlier in this process, go talk to David Ross. Doesn't hurt. Go talk to Phil Nevin. Go talk to whoever. It doesn't hurt. Alex asks, who is your ideal coaching staff, Ben? That's kind of hard to say, like the full coaching staff, because I don't know how many positions they're going to be filling. How many assistant hitting coaches are there going to be? Player development coaches, all that. But Niebla obviously is pitching coach. I want Benji Gill as part of this staff somehow. I don't know if he is okay with being the third base coach or does he have to be bench coach? Flaherty, there's good relationships there with the players. I don't care if Flaherty returns, but I'll just put Flaherty on there. Aegon, I, I would be intrigued being the hitting coach. Masias, think he's fine as the first base coach. Fritz, think he's fine as the bullpen coach. So I'd go Niebla pitching coach, Gill third base I mean, I want Nevin, so I'd go Nevin bench coach, Flaherty, offensive coordinator, Aegon, assistant offensive coordinator, hitting coach, whatever title you want to use. You can have multiple hitting coaches. Masi is first base, Fritz bullpen. That's probably how I would go. Um, I'm, well, Yachty. I should probably include Yachty on there, so I don't think he'd be labeled as catching coach, but he'd obviously help out with that. Maybe he'd be associate manager under Mike Schultz. So they'd have Nevin. That would be a lot of voices in there. So maybe that might be a problem. But I would just try to assemble a super coaching staff. Nevin, Gill, Yachty. You have Schilt managing. Um, I mean, I would like that. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Lisa says, I like Adrian. Nice to have him in San Diego. Pods team better and coaches like any team. Between of that, my opinion Okay, sorry. I don't understand the length. Maybe you're speaking like you're, you like hit Siri and you were speaking a comment in there. 
I don't know even even know if you can do that for YouTube, but maybe you're doing that. That this sentence doesn't make sense, but I'm trying to go through it here. Lisa says, I like Adrian. Nice. It would it would be nice to have him in San Diego. Padres team would be better. I hope it works. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting for sure. Alex says, Nevin and Adrian on the same staff and Tatis as a player, all Padres players who wore 23. That would be true. Yep. That would be accurate. What were other Padres 23s in history? I'm looking this up right now. There's probably some names that I'm not even thinking about. Padres who wore number 23 in their history. Uh, Baseball Almanac has it. Number 23. Let's see here. Okay. Oh, Yonder. Forgot about Yonder. Yep. Might as well. Yeah, let's have Yonder come be a coach. Let's have Tatsi Sr. be a coach. Let's have all these family people come on in and be coaches on this stuff, huh? Um, let's see. Bernie Williams. Not I'm not naming all the names, but just some names. Greg Vaughn, obviously. Yep. Probably should have said that. Phil Nevin, Agon, Yonder. Ah, the legend. Carlos Villanueva. Man, I remember that beginning of that season. I was like, I remember telling friends at school, joking, but Villanueva's gonna win rookie of the year over Bellinger. I think Bellinger was the rookie of the year that year. Man, he got off to a hot start. Three home runs in one game. Matt Caesar, he wore 23 before Tatis did. And some interesting names there on that list that wore 23. All right. We'll see when this press conference happens. And I will do a reaction show when this press conference happens. There is no news on when it's going to happen. There's no news on, like, coaching staff. So, yeah, that's it here. Talking for hours, episode 519. Thank you all for the time here on YouTube, on podcast platforms. Schilt, named Padres manager, postseason experience, relationship with A.J. Preller, hopefully respect from the players. I think it's the right move here, considering who was in the running for Padres manager. We'll see who the coaching staff ends up being. Seagate code, talking friars, $20 off your order there. 100% deposit match up to $100 on Underdog Fantasy. Click the link in the description for that. Breaking Tea, they have a Black Friday early online sale going on there. Click the link in the description for that. Foco, they also have a sale as well. So you can click the link in the description there. And Gaglion Bros, main location on Friars Road. Best cheesesteaks, garlic fries in San Diego. Make sure to check them out. That's it. Have a great rest of your day. See everybody. Mike Schilt, next manager of the Padres.